This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And welcome back to Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, more information about the show can be found on our Facebook page. Visit Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Wasted in the City is an upcoming event that benefits food insecure families. The event will take place on October 9th. Here this morning to tell us all about the event is the founder of La Soup and the organizer of Wasted in the City, Susie D. Young. It's our pleasure to welcome you back to the show. Susie, how are you? We are great down here in Newtown. All right, good, good for you. Now, remind our listeners, we had you on a couple of years ago and you talked about La Soup. Remind us exactly what La Soup is and what you guys do. Well, um, our mission is to provide good nutrition to those living in food insecurity. And we do that by rescuing the produce, primarily produce from groceries and farms, and transforming that into nutritious meals and then sharing it with the people that need it most. Okay, i.e. those with food insecurities, right? Correct. Now, when I was growing up, it was called, um, you know, people that were going hungry. But now we are so sophisticated, we use the term insecure. Is that right? Food right. insecure. Are- I mean, it's, it, these are people our clientele doesn't seem to know where their next meal is coming from. So that would be the definition that we use. You know, they ate at lunch. They don't know if they're going to get dinner. They had lunch at school. They don't know if they're going to come home and have a meal. So tell us about the beautiful work you do within the public school system, because you feed so many hungry children in the school system. Tell us about what you do there through that program. Well, we have 47 partnering agencies now where um, the school and the resource coordinators we work very closely with, and they really try to identify the families that could use the most help. So we can set up um, a couple of the schools. We set up a free pantry for parents to come and shop. We have quarts of frozen soup. So we take the soup that we make and freeze it and then distribute it that way. So we feed about 2,600 servings of soup a week that are going to different families. So, Susie, let's go back and talk about the start of your organization, La Soup. You had this brilliant idea to rescue food. Where did this idea come from? From 30 years of doing high-end catering, I saw food waste on an astronomical level just by the nature of the job that I did. But it really became apparent much in the forefront when the statistics of 40% of the food grown in America is gets wasted in America. So because of those statistics, it's like, well, if I could just capture a portion of that and maybe combat that number to bring that number down and get that to the 42% of people living in food insecure homes in Cincinnati. So we could reduce both those numbers by using the one item, which is the rescued food. Keep it out of the landfill and get it to people in need. You know, people, I get it all the time, Rodney, where people are like, so you jump into dumpsters or what, where are you getting this stuff? And it's like, no, if you saw my refrigerator right now, there's a farmer down in Newtown area that dropped off 900 pounds of perfectly good tomatoes. He can't sell them. He grew too many. You know, he wants to give them and make sure at least somebody gets his fruits of his labor. Mm. So those 900 pounds 
could be on a store shelf or at a farm market, but instead they're at my fridge. And uh, that's what we'll use to make marinara and tomato soup tomorrow. Sounds good. Sounds really good about now. Yeah, right. So let's talk about this now. You just returned from a trip yourself. Tell me about what you did because you're always on a mission to do something good. Well, I am a, I'm a member of what's called uh, World Central Kitchen, which is a group started by Jose Andres, who's like our team leader and inspiration humanitarian of the year this year. Um, he is really who's responsible for feeding and keeping alive the people of Puerto Rico. He said uh, he just actually came out with a book called We Fed an Island. He has this nonprofit that goes to disasters when they hit and implements chefs to cook the food, make the food, and then their agency helps distribute it using Red Cross, National Guard, and the Army. So myself, our executive chef, and a volunteer um, jumped in a car in our van, loaded up our van with everything that we could uh, get in there and drove down to North Carolina to aid in uh, feeding the people of North Carolina. It is a daunting task. We were doing 20,000 meals out of our kitchen, hot meals, ready to eat out of our kitchen every day, 20,000. You know, I've never been in that position, so it was an eye-opener. The desperation and the need, and it's not going away. And these people lost everything and to go into some of the shelters is i mean it was just beyond um explanation and the gratitude of getting a hot meal when they haven't had electric you know they're they're just relying on somebody helping them so it was really inspiring because there's a lot i mean i didn't know who half the people were working with me side by side and then I go home and Google them I'm like oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) that's who that was there was no ego you know it was just slice and dice and make as many meals as you can get them hot get them out and distribute we you know I was driving our delivery van because it was so big we could take four or five drops uh, at one time so they would send me out with an, an thank God, a, a wingman, because so many of the roads would be flooded. Mm. You'd go out one road and then you couldn't get back the same way because in that time that you turned around, now it's flooded. So, wow. Um, Look yeah, at that. I, I've never been in that position before. I'm really glad that I went and I would go back in a heartbeat. It looked to me like it's going to be a long time before they can clean that place up. And in case you're just tuning in, we're speaking to Susie DeYoung. She is the founder of La Soup. She's here this morning to talk about an upcoming event. Let's talk about this event. It's coming up on October 9th from 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. It's called Wasted and the City. Tell us about the event and how you came up with the concept for this event as well, Susie. Well, again, I um, I like to rob and duplicate, so <laughs> I went to, um, actually, I went to the fundraiser for World Central Kitchen in Washington, D.C. that um, funds a, a big portion of what World Central Kitchen does, not only because I'm a member, but I wanted to see how they organize this event called Dine and Dash. All the restaurants, including... Um, Some of the suburb restaurants that are going to be doing some pop-ups downtown that night 
We have 26 restaurants. We will give the chefs in the city a big box of food that we've rescued. We're going to ask them to create kind of chopped style, a tapas or a small plate or two, a signature cocktail. And so for one price, you're asked to just go from one restaurant to another and sample the different dishes that the restaurants have made. Hopefully spend a little money in their restaurants by ordering a bar, you know, a a beer or a wine if you don't want the cocktail. Mm. Um, And really, you know, for me, these chefs are the answer to the food insecurity. And if we can figure out ways that they can help using their kitchens, using their talent, and using our product, it would be a win-win for our city. And especially after seeing the... um, You know, 14 schools receiving an F. I can't help but look at those schools, and those are the schools we're going to. I mean, you know, every one of them on that list we go to. And we can do better. And I think if we just organize a system like what we're trying to do, this is more fun. But also, you know, as a chef, we get asked to go to an event literally once a week, if not twice a week. You pull your staff, you pull your own food, you take time out of your own kitchen to go raise money for the different agencies that we do it for. This way, I wanted to bring people to the restaurant, not take the staff out of the restaurant. Um, And we rely on a lot of these chefs or members of our bucket brigade. They do this for us every week. So um, it was kind of taking what Jose Andres did and using our wasted tagline, why is this waste, and getting it to chefs. So, Susie, through this event, again, it's called Wasted in the City on October 9th. For a donation of $75, event goers will have the opportunity to sample food made of rescued items that you'll supply, including some of the most renowned restaurants here in the city, along downtown and over the Rhine. Give us an idea of some of the restaurants that are participating. Yeah, we've got uh, restaurants such as Boca, Orchids, Via Vite, Jean Robert's Table. Then you go uptown, and we've got Abigail Street, Metropole, Jeff Ruby. You know, they're all those chefs are going to basically just take a chopped challenge, you know. They're going to take this food, look at it. They're going to receive it on Saturday. The event's on a Tuesday night for a reason. You know, it's meant to really just bring business on a normally slower evening. And also to really highlight the streetcar, um, you get a free pass for the streetcar. And our lovely other sponsor is Guest Electric Cars. And they will have eight of their uh, golf carts. You can take those from one end of town to the other. So you can either jump on the streetcar or you can jump in the guest car and go from one restaurant to another. And Really, you know, I think it'll be a fun way for the chefs to really, you know, put a signature to the to what they do. And, um, you know, I would expect that Bauer, for instance, which is kind of a German heritage restaurant, will come up with a, you know, kind of themed in his direction where Jose at Mita's will probably be more in the Latin American. But maybe not. I don't know what they'll come up with. Now, Susie, this event, again, it's called Wasted and the City. It'll take place on October 9th. This is the perfect event for foodies, I would imagine, because they will have the opportunity to sample food from some of the best chefs, like I said earlier, here in Cincinnati for just $75. And to see their restaurants. Like the one thing in D.C., because I have 
been asked and been to D.C. a number of times to be on the Hill to talk about the various laws and policies regarding our food system. And I never know which restaurant to go to. And it, a lot of it for me is atmosphere. Like I can tell if I'm going to like a place by the atmosphere of when you walk in. But how do you do that without committing? So this way, you know, I, I want people to go and visit restaurants that they've always had on their radar, but maybe never got there. This is a great way to do that. Okay. And you guys have a cool wrap-up event at JAPS. Is that right? Yeah. And then Molly Wellman, God bless her. She's got, um, yeah, we're going to do some desserts and some cheeses at Jats. Um, So you can have, you know, you can get fed there. We started the first Lutheran church in OTR, and then we end up at Jats. And that'll be our, there'll be a raffle as well. So everybody that buys a ticket is automatically entered into the raffle, and we'll be drawing it at Jats that night. You get to get your car detailed, and while your car is getting detailed by Mercedes-Benz, you get to drive a beautiful Mercedes for the weekend with all kinds of little swag bag stuff to go with it. Wow, look so at that. Your ticket, yeah, so your ticket will get you a night of fun, a possible weekend of driving a Mercedes, and a clean car to boot. Well, thank you so much. If our listeners would like more information about Wasted and the City, how can they find out more? Um, you can go to our website or our Facebook page, LaSoupCincinnati.com. Okay. And our Facebook page is just lawsuit. You touched on something a moment ago. You talked about how there were several failing schools in the district. How does that relate to hunger? Help me understand the correlation here. This is my personal belief. <laughs> so, but how can you learn if you're hungry? Mm-hmm. And you talk to some of these teachers. I spoke to a teacher. She's not even from Cincinnati, from another state who uses $1,500 of her salary to buy snacks for kids in her class because she knows that she won't be able to teach them if they're hungry. And most of these kids in her class are going to be hungry. They, they're not going to be going home to a meal. So she said, if I have morning tests, I've got to have a breakfast bar on my desk. And otherwise, all they're thinking about is getting to the lunch table and eat, and they're not concentrating. So I look at these schools, and I gotta, I've got to say to myself, if we kept them fed, so they're not thinking about, I'm hungry. They're not concentrating. You know, the processed, crazy food that these kids get on a day-to-day basis is not nurturing their brains either. I just feel like, and we're throwing that good food out. So if we take ownership and, and say that, I mean, I would love, love, love to take one of those schools and say, we can keep you food secure, your entire school, and see what happens. I would love that challenge. Nothing would make me happier. And see if we can't get these grades up. Okay. Because education is the key, but how do they learn if they're not eating? I mean, we're packing snack packs for teachers now to keep on their desk of just crackers and cheese cubes. And just so that if they think a kid's hungry, they can give it to them. And that was all based because I heard this other teacher say, that's what she does. She's like, I have to. I'd lose my job. If my kids don't learn, I'm not going to have a contract next year. Wow. So uh, it's a crazy, it's crazy. All right. Well, we're out of time. Thank you so much, and good luck with Thanks, the event. Rodney. Thanks. I hope to see you there. All right. Sounds like a plan, Susie. Again, we've been speaking to Susie DeYoung with La Soup. The event is Wasted and the City. It'll take place again on October 9th. 
Well, that's it for this edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. Until next week, be encouraged. Sunday morning, Sunday, Sunday morning, Sunday, Sunday morning.